Hey guys, happy Saturday. So today's episode is all about God's purpose for the rainbow and the promises that are reiterated throughout the Bible. Because it, this month is obviously culturally an attack on biblical values, we're going to discuss that and we're going to talk about, you know, kind of what to do, how to think about the rainbow and um, ultimately go back to what God says it is. Hey guys, you're listening to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast, the show that brings you real business strategy, community, and encouraging and truth-filled biblical advice for running your business and navigating the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Ashley June, six-figure online business owner, ex-photographer, MBA, and storytelling expert who helps women claim their stories, create epic launches, and scale their businesses while staying in courageous alignment with God's calling on their life. Join me for conversational chats, interviews, and practical business advice every episode. So stoked you're here. Okay, guys, so before we hop into today's episode, I want to ask you, are you ready to Holy Spirit activate? (laughs) Maybe pray for your business a little bit more, dive into some biblical truth, and actually get reminded to do this on a regular basis. I get it. Being an entrepreneur is hard, especially maybe if you have kids at home and, you know, you're always kind of running around reacting to the events of the day. I mean, every day you're drinking cold coffee and you don't have time to just sit down and pound through your devotional and spend some time in the word. And then you kind of wonder months go by, like, why have I forgotten to pray for my business, pray for my family? just be intentional about these things. And maybe it's through exhaustion and being scattered or overwhelmed. I I get this struggle, you guys, but it does not have to be that way. You do not have to continue to guilt yourself um, because you're having a hard time with decision fatigue on what to study, where to study, when to study, and uh, how to pray for your business, all of this stuff. So I want you to imagine for just a minute um, that you have a bite-sized Bible study that can be done in seven minutes a week. I want you guys to imagine that you're going to get emails and texts straight to your phone telling you where to go in the Bible, what to study. And I want you guys to imagine having somebody else who gets to encourage you and send you truthful affirmation right to your phone and email. That is exactly why I created the Set Apart $7 Entrepreneur Club. You guys, this is the monthly business Bible study membership for faith-filled entrepreneurs who want to not only grow in their faith, build intentional prayer habits, but be encouraged in their purpose every single week while saving time and packing in the theological and Holy Spirit punch in only seven minutes a week. Every week, you guys are going to receive a encouraging text, email. Every month, you're going to get a Bible study, which we break down and to four weeks, which will also be sent to you on those Mondays. And you guys can post in our uh, free Facebook support community and build some community there. Um, With that in mind, you guys, six bonuses, the devotional library, as we're building that out, you're going to get access to that. You can log into a membership site to see all the studies. You get our vision casting workshop. You get 31 social media posting ideas. You get my call to courage mini course, and you get the four day Esther Bible study when you enroll for only $7 a month. So whether you're a busy entrepreneur, overwhelmed mom, hopeless biz owner, an everyday person who just needs a little more purpose and joy, or the person seeking purpose right now, this is exactly what you need. For literally the price of like a Vente Frappuccino, a movie on demand, or a uh, super cheap bottle of wine, you guys, you can get this Bible study sent to your devices every month. Go ahead and sign up. The link is in the show notes. 
Okay, so hey, 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 guys. Oh my gosh, just literally happy Saturday. Um, June is my favorite month of the year. It's my birthday month. It's the name of our second daughter. Um, it's my business alias name. Um, and I just, I love the month of June. And it kills me that my favorite month of the year is a month that is um, culturally defined by the LGBTQ slash pride family. Like I'm actually very bothered by that. Um, now that doesn't mean I don't love people and I'm sure that I'm going to get a slew of nasty emails and messages <laughs> after this podcast episode airs or, um, after, you know, some of our Instagram posts go out and whatnot. Like that's the name of the game when you stand up for biblical truth. Um, and I also want to reiterate that my heart here is not to do this in an aggressive way, in a mean way. It, it's not to uh, hurt people's feelings. Like that's really not the intention. Um, but I think that we should really consider, you know, what God's true purpose for the rainbow is. And especially as Christians, you know, progressive Christianity has really started to blur the lines in this area. Um, and so I just think we need more conversation. And, um, I also want to kind of put out some encouragement there. I want you business owners to know that, you know, there are people who still hold biblical beliefs in the marketplace. And, um, most people are scared to talk about it. Um, after years and years and years of being scared to talk about it because I had been shut down so many times, I've kind of found a new strength, you know, um, when it comes to the haters of these types of things where I just, I don't give a flying fudge anymore, you guys. It's just, it's part of it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide the truth, you know, because people are gonna come attack me and attack my business and whatnot, you know. And um, that doesn't mean I can't be sensitive with how we discuss, you know, some of this stuff, but I do think that it does mean um, that we need to start the conversation again, you know. Um, we just need to start the conversation again, and Christians need to start talking about what they're for. Um, and just need to start addressing this stuff again in the culture because we've seen such an attack. In fact, there is a crazy attack on our kids, you know, to adopt this lifestyle, um, which is ultimately, you know, I mean, the Bible's pretty clear, you guys. The Bible's pretty clear. Um, we're seeing it in our schools, our local school district. Thank God we are in a charter school, a classical charter school that is not having anything to do with the hoopla that the public schools are trying to teach. But um, our our charter schools are going in and like sneaking, um, sneaking in secret clubs and trying to like really disconnect parents from being with their kids. Uh, our local school district, the Pooter School District, was recently um, exposed in national news for uh, for doing this. And there was a young gal who she was invited to an art club after school at Wellington Junior High or Wellington Middle School, I believe in our local school district. And this is actually a very conservative, like rural um, school district. Well, not that school is more of like a rural conservative one. Um, the school district itself is, I think that, I think it's more moderate than we think it is, but leadership is um, very, very, uh, very, very liberal. And anyway, um, this girl was invited to an art club and these adults basically tried to take advantage of her and say, you know, you don't have to tell your parents about this. Um, you know, you can be who you want to be, blah, 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 blah. And 
uh, gave them contact information, you know, for the adults, like if you need to talk to somebody, I'm here, which I'm sorry, like that's super creepy. You know, if, if, if you're getting invited into a club, an art club, and then it comes out to be like a secret LGBTQ, uh, pride club, um, and then you have adults who are literally like predators coming in and saying, hey, like, here's my contact information. Here's my phone number. You know, I just that's so creepy to me. Um, like it's I don't know. It's it's so creepy to me because you don't know. You don't know what those what those people want to do. Like, it's just sick, I think, to want to take control of other people's kids and um, try to disconnect them from their parents. So I'm going to go on some of my rant here. Um, but I guess just to kind of introduce into what's going on, we are seeing such an attack culturally, you know, on our kids. And um, I think a big part of it is that about 10 years ago, I really think that people stopped talking about this stuff because they did not want to be called a bigot. They did not want to be called um, names. They didn't want people to come after their business. They didn't want to get, you know, a Supreme Court um case, you know, like the other guy in our state, uh, Jack something who uh, would not make a wedding cake for a for a gay couple. And so um, people are scared, you know, people people are scared, and even more so scared, you know, a Supreme Court type stuff. Thank God we have a conservative majority at the moment, you know, Um, but people are scared, you know, with the new Supreme Court appointments and whatnot. or our newest one, the Kachanji Brown Jackson, just not even having actual constitutional values. You know, I mean, there's a problem with this type of stuff, you guys. And, you know, religious freedoms are on the brink of being taken away in the United States. And it's uh, slowly but surely happening in a cultural, um, in a cultural way. And so, but how do we change it? We start talking about it again, you guys. There's power in information. There's power in knowledge. There's power in, um, there's there's power in the truth. You know, the truth will set you free. And so, if we can just get the truth out there, you guys, and stop living in fear, you know, you guys, it's we can we can turn the tide. We can turn the tide. Um, and I really just hope and pray that that's what you know God wants for our nation and what God wants for our world in general. Um, and I just it breaks my heart all the kids um, and all the families that are going to suffer so bad because they're buying into the lies, the the, the lies of this culture. Um, so let's kind of hop in. Um, you know, overall, like, I really just wanted to have a, a chat about God's promise for the rainbow and how we can hold firm to what he says instead of what the culture says. Um, ultimately, I think it's fair to take note that our symbol was stolen. And I think we should be angry about that. Um, I think we should be upset about that. Our religious symbol has been stolen. It has been mocked. It has been defiled, you guys. Um, and to the point where Christians have sort of just, you know, laid over and been like, okay, they can have the rainbow. They can have the rainbow. But <laughs> um, it's time. It's time to take it back, you know. And that doesn't necessarily mean always talking about everything we're against. I really think that we need to talk about what we are for more so than what we are against, which is really hard. Um, it's hard for me because I'm a really justice-oriented person. And I, I just, it kills me. Like, my heart grieves inside of me when I see, you know, just such a beautiful symbol. Um, and it's just something that God gave us just being just, uh, just being flaunted in front of our faces. You know, um, last year I had to delete the HoneyBook app off of my home because the HoneyBook app during the month of June, 
had like became the pride colors and I'm like gosh like can can I just have like a business app that like I don't have to worry about this you know um do I just can I just like look at my phone and not have this like in my face all the time or like Google Calendar if you want to remove you can't remove a single holiday from Google Calendar if you have the holidays um set on at least I don't think you can someone please tell me if you can um and it's talking about like you have an event that says June oh pride month and I'm like it kills me I don't want to see that in my calendar. I don't want to see that in my calendar because that is, I mean, it's just a reminder that like our symbol was stolen. And I don't, I don't want to look at that when I think about the joyful things that I have coming up on my calendar, but it's being forced on us. And that's what I'm not okay with, you know? So I think we're at a point, you know, where in society, because our symbol has been stolen, when people think of the rainbow, they no longer think about God. It's been mocked. Um, and, I, I just think that we really need to talk about, you know, how are we going to take back this territory um, by talking about what it actually stands for and being brave, you know? And I mean, it was hijacked in the 70s when the LGBTQ movement really started to, to gain some steam, which, you know, truth be told, you look at the chaos of the 60s, 70s, the free love movements, you see, we see Roe versus Wade, we see the abortion industry thrive, like we see all of these things kind of happen culturally that are literally put us, you know, like, I mean, it's, we're talking, this is like ancient Roman and Greek, you know, craziness here, you know, and we're in a modern society. I just think that this is how in, uh, the Bible is so true. It's like these, these old spirits, like year after year after year, you know, they, they come back and they basically reinvent themselves in modern times. And I, I mean, I'm just blown away that as a society, we don't see it. You know what I mean? Going back to the, um, or the abortion stuff, you know, I mean, we know that the Bible in the Bible, people were all about killing babies, right? We do Moses's times, Jesus's times. Like we know that killing babies in the Bible is something that we saw, but yet in modern times, we've found a way to do it where we've actually found compassion per se for the mothers who do it and encourage mothers to do it. You know, I mean, just what sick times are we in? What sick times? And so that's not to say that, you know, Christians are, are not going to come and, uh, you know, be the light and share the truth and everything, you guys. But like, we need an all hands on deck effort here. We need people, you know, talking about it. We need people just sharing the truth. We need people saying, you know, no, this is what God says. This is not what, what, uh, what he wants. You know, I'm going to listen to God. I'm not going to listen to my culture. And so when you look at the whole history of things, you guys, we are in a messy place and it's these old evil spirits that are manifesting themselves in modern times. And the devil, he's not that creative. He just does the same thing and we're falling for the same tricks. And so if you're a Christian who has fallen, you know, for some of this stuff, for the progressive um, idea of Christianity, you know, I, I just really encourage you to get back in your Bible and look at it from the lens of uh, what God says versus what your culture says, you know, because someday you will be there. You will be there at the end. Um, so what does the, the rainbow actually stand for, you guys? Well, ultimately, it's God's promise for protection. And it's a covenant with man to never destroy mankind again. You know, God, his judgment was restrained after raining or after allowing rain and flooding the earth for 40 days and 40 nights. He stopped. His judgment was restrained, okay? And he promised man, he promised Noah, that he would never do this to the earth again, that he would never just wipe out creation like this again, you know? Um, it's, 
It's an incredible thing, you know, because he, it's such a picture of the gospel in the sense of like, you know, he's saying like, I know I see all this chaos and I'm so angry about it. My beautiful creation, creation has fallen into sin and I'm going to make the choice not to hurt them again like that, you know? And that doesn't mean that there won't be, you know, certain family curses or generational things that happen, you know, if if we don't walk with God and we, you know, live for this world instead of living for Christ. Um, but ultimately, he, he made a promise for us, you know, so every time we see that rainbow, we can know that regardless of the crazy times that we are in, the times that we are, you know, seeing, um, just seeing this beautiful symbol of ours be mocked, you know, I mean, how interesting that it's for, you know, um, that the rainbow is a symbol of these crazy times that, you know, God was so upset and just had so much judgment, you know, for these people who were just living so sinfully. How crazy is it that our symbol has been taken? And it's the exact same thing. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's so mocked, you know, but the beautiful thing is, is that God, you know, has given us new life in Christ and we don't have to be a slave to the evil of this world. And he loves us enough to forgive us. And the price was already paid, you know? And so every time we see the rainbow, we can know like that price was paid, you know, that judgment came, but that price was paid and forgiveness, you know, like it was restored. We can actually be next to God because because that price was paid. You know, Christ died on the cross so that we could have life in heaven, everlasting life in heaven, you know, next to him, like seated at the right hand. I mean, I just, it's pretty incredible. So every time you look at the rainbow, you guys, think about the gospel, you know, think about the gospel and just like this beautiful promise. Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you. As many as came out of the ark, it is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud and I shall be a sign of the covenant between me and earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. Genesis 9, 8 through 16. It's beautiful, you guys. It's beautiful. You know, it's like our connection to God. He sees that he remembers his covenant. We see that we remember his covenant, you guys. And so I just encourage you, you know, like in this month, you know, look at the rainbow as a picture of the gospel. Be reminded of what it actually stands for and that you can share that. You know, I listened to a podcast by Allie Beth Stuckey recently, and she actually had a guest who was on her podcast who had been delivered from the LGBTQ lifestyle after years and years, like in Hollywood and just kind of in the the most intensive, um, you know, lifestyle um, that you could have seen for the LGBTQ community. Like he was in it, you know, and all for it. You know, he had uh, lived with a man for several years, like multiple long-term relationships, all of it. 
And his whole testimony is literally he was starting to kind of question, you know, things. I mean, because um, there's just certain things that were ingrained in the gay lifestyle in particular. And he was starting to kind of question and feel like, really, like, is this it? Is this all that, like, life is going to, you know, offer? And he he was just – things in his mind were kind of starting to, you know, to ask questions. And um, I think when he started asking questions, I think people were, you know, trying to silence him and, and all of that. So he started to know, like – or he started to realize that there wasn't actual, like, unconditional love in these relationships. And it was a very, like, tit-for-tat type thing, not like the unconditional love that God has designed us for. Um but he was at a coffee shop and it was so funny because he says this is like the Christian, like the, the Christian, um, just like the best story for Christians, you know, like for Christian conversions and stuff. Um, he was at a coffee shop and he saw some people reading their Bible. And so he went up to them or something and said, hey, like, are you guys reading your Bible or something? And then they started to have a conversation. And then I think he, I believe he asked them like, well, what do you think about homosexuality? And they said, well, like, ultimately, like, we believe it's a sin, you know? So like, they were really honest with this gay man about what the Bible says and what their beliefs were on it, you know? But at the same time, they were actually so incredibly kind. They invited him to church. Um, and the crazy thing is he eventually ended up going to church the day that like he went to church, he got saved. He just like <laughs> laid it down and it's been it just it's been a crazy story ever since like just literally like he was delivered you know and he just can't even explain it like it was just in an instant you know and so i mean i think for a while he was he was looking and really kind of seeking you know so like the seed had been planted earlier on um but one of the things that he said was when it came to like how are you going to share the gospel with people in the lgbt community or like what should you say what should you do should you participate you know in life with them like like this type of stuff and you should go and listen to it i'd have to i'd have to go back and find it you can dm me or something on instagram if you want me to go find it for you um but one of the things that he said was that I am so thankful that these people actually told me the truth, you know, that they shared the gospel with me and they told me the truth instead of kind of like fluffing things up or not being honest about it or just kind of a response of like, you know, God loves everyone, um, but not talking about just like the the lifestyle in play. Um they told him the truth, you guys, and they were honest with him, you know, about their beliefs. And I just think for us, like, we need to learn to not be silenced, you know, and we're the worst at censoring ourselves in this way. We have to learn to stop censoring ourselves and not be silenced. Be kind, you know, in how we share the truth and how we love others. Like, be kind, you know, but that doesn't mean being kind is like not sharing the truth you know? And so it's kind of like the emperor who wore, who wore no clothes. Um, how he was walking around, he thought like he was in clothes and like he was naked, but nobody wanted to tell him, you guys, like there's the truth here, you know? And so anyway, it just really kind of struck me because I've gotten, you know, I mean, I still have those feelings of fear, you know, and I'm sure as I probably get just nasty messages from people, I'll also get probably a barrage of really encouraging messages from others kind of like, thank you for finally talking about this, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in fact, a lot of the times when I get nasty messages, I, I get more non-nasty messages. I get more like encouraging messages by people who don't want to, um, who don't want to rock the boat, but then want to encourage me, you know? And, um, 
anyway, I, I just thought it was so cool to know that, you know, uh, we are supposed to share the truth, you know, and I just feel like this, this month, we are just being so reminded of how badly we need to share the truth, you guys. How badly, okay? So with that being said, <laughs> I hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend, you guys. Um, if you go into conversations like this and you feel convicted that something needs to be said, um, and, and don't allow yourself to be silenced and bullied and silenced and bullied by yourself or Satan who's trying to, you know, go kind of keep you quiet, you know, have these conversations, talk to people, you know, because sometimes people just kind of make assumptions, you know, that um, somebody believes X, Y, Z thing because they just don't talk about it. And so um, I think by having the conversation and just being open about, you know, your beliefs and what you believe God um, stands for, like that's going to be a huge thing because you don't know who is listening that day and who needs to hear that truth. So um I really think it's part of the the calling that we all have in order to share the gospel, you guys. Anyway, um, before we head out today, if there is anybody in here who is uh, wanting to be just more courageous when it comes to sharing the truth in their business and you know building a business that is designed around their God-given calling, I have a free masterclass. The link is in the show notes for this. And in this masterclass, I'm actually teaching you guys how to build online businesses that are in alignment with your God-given calling in a way that you can do with courage, okay? Um, so here, you're hearing me talk about these issues uh, on a business podcast right now, okay? And I found a beautiful way to have this outlet to be able to have these conversations and encourage my following, not only in what they are called to do or in who they are called to help, but by addressing these things that I see in our culture, because my vision, my ultimate vision for my business is to change the culture with my business. I want these things to be talked about again. I want the hard things to come up. I don't want business owners to be scared of, of planting their stake in the ground, of having biblical values. I want them to be unashamed of having biblical values. So I just want to encourage you guys for, you know, just being here today. I'm so excited that you're here. And just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, have a great weekend and go and just reiterate God's promises. Okay. Go reiterate his promises. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me on the house. Okay. Also guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice and I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges. We do free trainings. We do various things throughout the year. And I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you.